Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Now you feel better about yes. it. Thank you for pushing the correct button. That's right, because last podcast you were making fun of my button pushing skills. Both of you, actually. Well, you should or, be better. I, Sammy, this is a big episode for us. Okay. We put out, we put out a, a a thing. What do, what do you so call? Make it? sure you press the right button. What is it? What, when you put out a thing? Uh, uh, a teaser video. No, not a teaser. We we put out a um, like a yes or a no. What is that called? Like a questionnaire. Questionnaire. <laughs> what is that? Is that it? I don't even. Oh should we gosh. just start it? All yes. Right. This is we're doing the Trump episode. Coming to you from the Glass House Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. This is Talk to Chuck. Now here's your host, Chuck Wicks. Yeah, Chuck. Big time. Big moment, Sammy. Abby's clapping. Sammy's on her phone. What are you doing? <laughs> Looking what? at presidents. Pre- oh, because I, I, I had asked Sammy before. I go, Sammy, give me three Democrat presidents and three Republican presidents. That's correct. And then I'm going to say, if I had the opportunity... Would I spend the day with them? Would I go eat breakfast and go play golf? All 18 holes and then have lunch. The answer would be yes, of course. Doesn't matter who the president of the United States is or former. I'm going. What a great opportunity. I'm going. So for example, 
three de- three Democratic presidents. Give me uh, three examples. Well, the first one that comes to mind is Obama because I feel like he's the most recent, and that's like the first president that I feel as though I was alive to really understand what was happening. I know that sounds dumb. I was in college. I specifically remember as my freshman year of college when he was elected. So uh, I'll start with him, okay. Obama. Okay, I would definitely go play golf with him and actually probably play basketball. He's a big basketball player. One time I waited on his wife. Really? Yeah. Not what? that this episode's about me, but I'm just saying. No, what did she order? What did she... She uh... was Well, it was like pre-planned meals. She was uh, with a- Anderson Cooper. Oh, wow, double whammy. There. Yeah, it was uh-huh. eventful, but it was a great time and she's a lovely human being, so. Nice. Yeah. Okay, good. That's I good. have all very positive things to say about her and Anderson Cooper, Anderson Cooper. Cooper. I feel like you can you can uh, disagree with someone uh, in politically, and they still be a good person. I agree. Yeah. All right. Give me another example. Another uh, two two other Democratic presidents. Bill Clinton. Hundred percent. Hang out with them. Talk swap stories. Tell me about your life. Tell me. <laughs> tell me about it. Tell me how it went down. Um, all right. Well, give me another one. JFK. JFK. hundred percent. He seems like a good time. I mean, I would, yeah, yes. I mean, I would, any, you could name any Democratic president and I would say, if I got invited to hang out with them, I'm going. It's a missed opportunity if you don't. All right, Republicans. Give me some Republicans. All of the Bushes. All the Bushes hanging out. We can go down to Texas. Let's shoot some guns. Let's talk about life. They're even Texas boys. Okay. How about good old Honest Abe? Honest Abe? <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. I would love to hang out with Honest Abe just because I don't, you know, I just feel like, can you imagine if Honest Abe woke up today? Oh my God. He'd <laughs> like, be like, I think about, what? he was a president so, so long ago. And like, then for him to wake up. <laughs> what, what in the hell is going on around here? Do you think that's really what he sounded like? Yeah. Four scores and seven years ago. I just picture like knobby knees and elbows and like, Bad facial hair. If Abraham They Lincoln, did not have the beard club back then. Oh, uh, they had tall hats. I think tall hats are making a comeback, by the way. I'd oh, see I'd ask unfortunate. I'd ha- I'd hang out with Honest Abe and I would try to get him to tell a lie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'd try to so you, you know what I'm saying? I'd try to get him to lie. But think about how much lack of knowledge he would have in twenty twenty two that he could tell you blatant lies without knowing that they're lies just because he hasn't been alive enough to prove them wrong. If Abraham Lincoln were on this podcast, first thing I would do is this. <laughs> you would be like, what in the hell is that? That's a that's a weird trumpet player. I am so entertained right now. I know. Yeah, it's really good. So is that three or is it three? Yeah, all the bushes in a Abe. Oh, two bushes in Abe. And then of course now And a partridge in a pear tree. I had the opportunity. Speaking of trumpets. Trumpets. Speaking of trumpets. I had the opportunity, guys, over the holidays to go to Mar-a-Lago for New Year's Eve. Now, that was the initial ask, right? Jason Aldean, my brother-in-law, walks into my house with Brittany Aldean, his wife. They walk in together. They go, guys, do you want a double date to Mar-a-Lago? And at first it didn't like, I was like, what does that mean? I don't even know what that means. They're like, it's a loaded question. We've been invited to buy the Trumps to go have spend New Year's Eve. I don't understand. Can you also walk me through how they were just like contacted? Just, they like slipped them a RSVP, like save the date. So I think this is how it went down. I think I'm not exactly because there's some mixed communications where it could have happened and maybe happened over here or whatever, but you know, Brittany's very outspoken mm-hmm. on her beliefs and, and she'll put it on her Instagram. No qualms about it. 
She's got over 2 million followers. People find out about it. Jason then sticks up for that. And he's been one of the only country artists to stand up and say, hey, I'm not afraid to say what I believe in. So what are you doing? Am I, is my no, mic- sorry. My my earrings are hurting my ears, so I'm adjusting my headphones. Oh, okay. I'm listening to you. I'm listening. I thought I was doing the, the mouse smack too much. Oh, no, no. no. See, she's, she's got me trained. <laughs> I know. That's I know. nice. I like that. So, no, I got new earrings, and I just was adjusting. They look good, Continue. Thank anyway, you. So, J- so Jason's been very outspoken and one of the only country artists that chooses to do so without repercussion. And, you know, he's in a spot in his career where he's just like, you know, I can... He can do. I'm okay. I'm okay if someone tries to cancel culture him, which Mm -hmm. is a bunch of crap anyway, and that needs to go away. So anyway, so people took notice, especially on the Republican side, Fox News, stuff like that would do pieces on him. So then you combine that with the conservative clothing line that Brittany Aldean and my wife, Cassie Rosa Wicks did. So you take that. Now there's this whole synergy. Mm-hmm. So like basically a lot of people on the GOP Republican side, they know all about it. They know about my wife, Brittany, Jason, the whole thing. So I, th- I think that synergy led to an invite Okay. of, you know, let's go hang out. I just and know my- you guys went to that turning point thing. So I didn't know if it was like, it stemmed from that instance. So no, it was like that. two separate things. Yeah. Yeah, so it's two separate things. The turning point thing, the girls went out there to uh, have a booth with their clothes, and it went fantastic. Mm-hmm. They they uh, they were out a turning point, and there's I think let's let's there's like ten thousand to fifteen thousand people there or something like that. It was like a big concert. Brantley okay. Gilbert played. Dustin Lynch. Oh, really? What? It was like yeah, it was like I a had big no idea. <laughs> oh, it was a big country concert yeah. out there. Seriously, I mean hello. So they ended up doing more merch items than Trump did at certain events. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) I mean, I believe it. I've never seen Trump items, but I think Cassie's and Britney's is cuter. Well, yeah. And that's their goal, right? (laughs) It's like they want to have the conservative line that like speaks to what you would wear. Sure. Like what you girls would wear, you know. Trendy. Yeah. You've been, have you seen the the We the People hat that I wear? Mm -hmm. That's their line. Everybody's been asking, where do you get it? BritneyandCassie.com. There you go. You're yeah. a walking advertisement. I'd say I will actually like that. I think it's cool. Yeah. It's got a little American flag on the side. Anyway, so that's to answer your question. That's how the invite perfect stemmed. So it initially started just us going to New Year's Eve party, Mar-a-Lago, boom, that's it. All right. A few weeks pass by. I get this text like we're on a group text message. Oh my God. Donald Trump the former president of the United States has invited the boys to play golf with them on Friday. And I'm like, immediately I'm going to go shit. I'm like, I'm horrible at golf. This is sucks. Why can't we bowl? Come on, Trump. I want to bowl. Anyway, I think the, I think the, I think the white house has a bowling alley at the the basement. Wow. You kind of said that. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. So I was like, well, I don't, I don't if Jason Aldean has a bowling alley, why wouldn't the president? True. True. All right. So and Jay Cutler was the same way. So when I say the boys, it was me, Jay Cutler, former quarterback of the Chicago Bears. Pretty attractive guy. Right, Sammy? Mm-hmm. There we go. And Jason Aldean. 
um, pretty attractive guy, right? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. So it's so it's a what three- a good looking foursome right there. There we go. So, uh, oh. Really, you find Trump attractive? Why not? Yeah. Not at this point, actually, what do I have to lose? Actually, you find me attractive. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're not ugly. Thank you so much. This is great. Good day so far, Abby. <laughs> yeah, that was a good a good podcast. Yep. It is. I took a five hour energy. I can tell. Now. I'm on fire right tell. now. I think I'm locked in, people. Yeah. All right. So it's me, Jay Cutler, Jason Aldean, and Donald J. Trump. Okay. So let's let's just go right to it. We're in Palm Beach and we have to get picked up at eight AM for our day on the course. Donald Trump. Did you sleep the night before? All right. So didn't sleep at all. Yeah, I was going to say, right. there's no way. Uh, we, I actually got pretty uh, hammered actually the night before. And I had to stop myself from drinking. Did I was you cry? Gonna, no, I had to stop myself from drinking. I'm like, guys, we got to stop drinking. We got to play golf tomorrow with the former president of the United States. Yeah. I cannot be hung over for that experience. It's a big Seriously. deal. Jason just kept, he goes, I'm a pro at this. He just kept yeah, drinking. He's, he's like, like, I'm a walking hangover at all times. I got it. If I don't drink, <laughs> you know, you can't sober up if you stay drunk. All right. So that is my life motto. <laughs> And I love that about you. December Bender. That's what De- my motto was. December Bender. Oh, I was on a December Bender. You know that. I know, but is that a thing? December Bender? I'm, I made it up, and then now it's January, and I'm on a December Bender extender. Oh, <laughs> New year, new me. That's Just kidding. I love Sammy. <laughs> talk to Chuck. <laughs> love country. Talk to Sammy. Okay. Um, so, yeah, 100%. So, anyway. So, we end up getting in back in time, and we wake up, and it's 8, eight o'clock. We're feeling pretty decent when you get too messed up so the black car pulls up it's trump's personal like car and he you know i wanted to check that bulletproof glass uh-huh. i don't think it did they're, they're how are you going to check that chuck well you can tell they're real you're going to shoot it no it's they're, they're, they're really <laughs> thick real you'll you'll know with two c's they're really thick t-h-i-c-c yeah. thick glass oh she thick so we get in there and i'm kind of tired and and but now i'm getting like excited and i'm nervous too right I can always tell you I get excited and nervous because I have to go to the bathroom. Yeah, and that's okay. like anxious. So yeah. let's be honest, I had the nervous poops. Yeah, like so almost immediately. Oh no, I didn't even think about that. Oh yeah, so I'm like, I can't. Let's, I have to go to the bathroom. I can't like be on hole nine and get. Yeah, you got to skip the coffee when that's you know happening. I'm run into the woods. <laughs> oh, oh my god, yeah. if you shit on a golf course with Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, the Secret Service be like, that sir, you be, can't go in there. Be like, trust me, you want me to go in here, buddy? <laughs> Do not go in the woods. Um, so we get picked up. And we're all kind of like quiet. No one's saying anything. We're kind of talking. But you can t- I can tell that Jay, Jason, myself, we're all kind of thinking. Like, what is this day going to be like? What is it going to be like? What do we do? We say a lot. Do we stay quiet? Do we talk? What do we talk about? Like, what would you, like if I just said, hey, you're going to go see Donald Trump in two minutes. What do you, would you know what you would say to him? No, not at all. Yeah, I no. feel like you don't want to act like an idiot, but you also don't want to press him like it's not a press conference. Yes. So you don't want to like just talk about boring stuff. So I made the decision that I was not going to be like over the top, Chuck. Okay, <laughs> Like you are right now? Yeah. You didn't have a five hour energy? <laughs> I'm not, I was like, all right, I'm not going to be over the top, Chuck. And I'm not going to be too laid back, Chuck. Okay. I'm going to be right in the middle. Right in the middle. The sweet spot. Mm. If someone talks to me. I'm going to respond. I think get, that's a very, very smart way to play it. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to go over. I want to feel the situation out. Plus, I have 18 holes to feel it out. Sure. You want to be memorable, but you don't want to be a lump on a log. That's right. Love it. This is where it gets good. <laughs> memorable. That's a great way to, to uh, talk just, about this. Yeah. Yes. Describe it. That's Describe what you it. want. Very or memorable. That's what I would want. Yeah. Hopefully, I, I think I stood out to him because <laughs> when we first walk into the 
Trump International Golf Course, I believe it was called. I think it sounds, sounds legit to me. Sounds legit. Um, we go in there, and I'm thinking like we're gonna run into him right away. He's not even there yet. Okay. Then they call him the boss. Okay. They called Trump the boss. Hey, the boss isn't here yet, boys. And we were always the boys. <laughs> the boss isn't uh, here yet, boys. Do you guys want to get something to eat? Some breakfast? Uh, come right this way. If you guys want to go to the pro shop, you need anything before you hit the hit the links out there. So we had his, you know, the president of the Trump International Golf Course with us the whole time, like giving us a little tour and stuff. And so we walk in. I was like, yeah, I need to go. I need to go get some golf balls and some teas. And do you guys have any, um, do you guys have any rental clubs? Cause I didn't, bring, <laughs> I don't, I didn't bring my clubs. And Jay was like, yeah, I didn't bring my clubs either. And then of course, Jason is like, oh, got my clubs. Jason took the bus down. So he brought mm -hmm. his clubs anyway. Cheers. Famous people. Rich people. Rich people problems. Must be nice. <laughs> so he brings his club and he's good. He's like, I feel like Jason was not nervous at all. Like he wasn't, a, he was like Jason. He's like nothing. I don't think that Jason ever wavers from who he is all the time like he never fluctuates i feel like he's cool calm and collected always always yes like the sky could be falling and jason's just like what's up he could be having the time of his life what's up yeah like, it never wavers i actually get excited when he laughs and smiles yeah i'm like oh cool there well, you are okay no that makes it sound like he's not fun like he does oh, no, laugh no, he and smile fun. i'm just saying like it's still very even keel laugh and smile yeah you know where, what I mean? Where I'm like a puppy that just walked into like a, a, a <laughs> store full of balls. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, hey! Bing, 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 bing. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. So we we get there. We go to the pro shop. The first thing, and Jay and I are on the same wavelength. I could tell Jay Cutler and I are, are thinking the same. We walk in and we see those hats. You know, everybody knows the hats. Make, a, make America Great Again hats. And they're just sitting right there on the counter. So I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a hat and I'm going to get, my goal is to get him to sign it. <laughs> Okay, because I need something. Because I, I didn't know if we were going to have pictures taken. I didn't know anything. I just like, well. Yeah, I feel like it's a situation you can't assume anything. Yeah, you can't assume anything. There's probably weird ass rules that like, can't take any pictures. Right. And I also assume that this is probably the first and last time I'll ever do this. Well, I mean, that's a good assumption. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm like, especially after he sees me playing golf. <laughs> My invitation got lost for 2022. <laughs> so, J so Jay and I go grab a hat. We buy. Jason doesn't buy anything. Okay. He doesn't buy nothing. He's too cool. He's too cool. He's Jason Aldean. All right, so Jay Cutler and I go in there. We buy hats, and we and uh, I go, man, I gotta get some balls too. So I can't get some balls. So I buy the balls. You know what kind? He goes, what kind of balls you want? And of course, <laughs> Jason goes, it doesn't matter. It's not gonna help him. <laughs> I'm like, all right, this is starting off on the wrong foot, guys. Keeping you humble, a hundred percent. If I'm humble anywhere, it's on a golf course. <laughs> okay. All right, so I I get the balls, Dang, and then I so hang out with you on a golf course. Yeah. Sorry, that was my outside voice. I will, I will cut you. <laughs> Keep going. Keep so going. So I, I get the balls and then Jay looks at me. He goes, oh, I got to get balls too. So he gets balls. So now we have our little gift bag. Okay. We're about the, the, cute. the first time I meet the former president, I'm going to have a gift bag oh with his hat in yeah. it. So now I look like a tourist super fan. You're a germ. I'm a germ. Yeah. Here I am. And so we have it. So I'm, I'm just like, how can I hide this? Is there a locker? So I got this bag and that's like, oh, I got to get teas. So I grab the teas and there's like, they're just sitting up there loose. So I grab like a, I go, I was like, oh, it's 18 holes. I'll probably break a few. So I grab like 20 tees and I put them on the camera and they, they just splash everywhere. Right. Oh my gosh. And the guy looks at me like I'm crazy. And I go, I go, what? And I go, how much are the tees? He goes, um, they're free. <laughs> and he's probably like a 12 year old working at a gift shop. <laughs> Sir, you don't pay for tees here. Now, if you buy the ones in the bag, then there, you can pay for those. I'm like, I'll take. 
I wouldn't have known that. Yeah, see, so I now I take I got these teas are falling all over the place, and I'm you know fumbling and I'm about to meet the president. Anyway, so have we you get, shit yourself yet? No, no. I, <laughs> I feel like at this point it's this way up. Yeah, there. it's not. It's like <laughs> now I'm embarrassed. So I got my goodie bag. Jay Cutler's got his goodie bag. Jason Aldean looks cool, and he's got his coffee. So now the the president of of Trump International Golf Course goes, let's go get some breakfast. The boss man's going to be a little late today. So we go, we go and sit down and eat breakfast. He, and you, we walked into this big room and you can tell, the clubhouse, and you can tell where Trump's table is. It's clearly in the back corner where it says reserved. No one's around it. And no one's even close Except to it. Except for Secret Service with like machetes. There's like one guy that is kind of like around the table. And I'm like, clearly that's his table. So we're like, I don't want to get anything. And the guy comes, he goes, listen, you guys want to hit some? Do you got to, Trump's going to be a little late, but when he gets here, he's going to want to eat breakfast. So do you want to wait for him to eat breakfast with him? I'm like, yes, we want to wait. Let's wait. Good call. I'm not hungry at all. <laughs> we were starving. Your stomach's growling yeah, audibly. We were, we were starving. Yeah. So we sit down and there's this guy named Mike sitting at the table. He sits down. I'm like, who's this guy sitting at Trump's table? So we sit down. It's, it's a guy that works in DC that used to play on the PGA tour and then he got hurt and then he now works in DC and now he's thinking about going back on the senior tour. So he's a really good golfer and he hangs around Trump a lot, plays golf for Trump a lot. They put him with us. So it, it would make it like an easier, like a liaison. Yeah. Like an easier transition. He knows how to get good stories out of Trump. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. he knows how to get the day going. And they told us this. He's literally a tour guide. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like, Hey, I'm, you know, this is going to be, he, and so he's before Trump's even there, He's like telling a story. He's like, oh, you're going to love Trump. He's, you know, this, this, this. He plays golf a lot. He goes, now get ready. He goes, he likes to play quick. Like, don't stand over the ball and think about your shot. Just go up there and hit it. So I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, this, this is going to be a long day for me. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because, so, I, you know, you ever been in a situation where you're, you're, it could be anything. And you're just not good at whatever they're doing. So you're just like. Can this be over? Yes. I feel, feel that way often in life. You know? Yeah. I'm like, look, listen, I'm excited for the experience, but can we, why? Why golf? <laughs> why not bowling? Why? Let's go do something else. Let's go lay out by the pool. I don't think Trump does that. No, I don't know. He gets the vacation. That's why he, he has a spray the, tan. Yeah, he, gets, yeah. he gets the spray tan. <laughs> oh, That's why he was late. He needed extra time in the morning to put okay, a spray tan on. So I was wondering. So uh, anyway, I don't want to jump the gun here. So we sit down, we get stories from Mike. And then they would keep coming over, you know, keep coming over. They had one of Trump's left hand, right hand mans was there. Keeps coming over. Hey guys, hey guys, he's gonna gonna be the boss man's gonna be here in a little bit. He's running a little late. He's gonna be here in about forty five minutes. So then he walks away. I'm like forty five more minutes. I'm like, oh my god. So at least it gave me time to poop. Yeah, that's you know true. At least it gave, oh. me it gave me time to go to the bathroom. At that point, you have to be relaxed. Forty five minutes of sitting at his table. Now we're now we're like now we're getting into the zone. And it gave me time to hide our, my gift bag. Okay. So <laughs> I'm germ bag. My germ bag. Totally hit it. I did not want him to see that. And I had my back towards the door. And you know when you can feel a presence? Like somebody walks I would up? imagine Trump's presence is immense. So you got people eating breakfast and stuff all around that have to be a member. And so clearly they see him a lot and stuff like that. Well, all the, like I had my back, all the talking went to like a, like a nothing. I'm Just like, pure silence. Yeah, Everybody like, drops their silverware. I'm like, oh my God, he's here. So that's what I was, I'm like. But if you like then, panicked and stood up and took your hat off like it was a national anthem, like, oh, sick. <laughs> he just started singing. Like, who's this guy? <laughs> I salute him. 
Sir. I didn't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> I'm sorry. What's I'm your name? Sweating. Oh, I, what? I start going, hi, I'm Cassie. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> sorry, I just hallucinated. <laughs> She's like, oh gosh, the mushrooms are a lot. All right, so I see Jason stand up. I'm like, he's here. Here we go. So Jason stands up and he goes, Mr. President. And he goes, Jason L. Dean, good to see him. Slaps him on the shoulder. So I turn around and I'm like, very quickly in my mind, I'm like, Mr. President, what do I do? I go, hey, what's up? Chuck Wicks. <laughs> oh, okay. Chuck. What's up? Chuck, I know. It's like, all right, whatever. Chuck. Slaps me on the thing. He goes, good to see you. It's going to be a good day. I'm like, is it? I feel like Trump is Are someone you? who would appreciate, though, like, I don't know, not too many formalities. He doesn't strike me as someone who would be offended if you said, what's up? I'm Chuck Wicks. Not a formal. No, not a no. formality guy. And then he goes to Jay Cutler and he goes, Jay, good to see you again. Because apparently Jay has met him twice before, but not in length like this. So this okay. was a big day for all of us. So he, he comes around, he sits down. He goes immediately because I'm in the zone. of This is where I my my headspace for the day is, is I want to know about Trump, the person. Mm -hmm. I, we all know what he's like on a podium or at a rally or as the president of the United States, right? We've seen that. That was covered very, very well for four years, right? Like it was all over the place. And when I say covered very well, it was covered, you know. Intensely. It depends on what channel you're yeah. on. You know, it's, it depends on what channel you're on. So I was like, I want to know what he's like just hanging out with the guys. I want to know what, because that's what we're doing. You mean the human the part hum of him. Yeah, I want to yeah. know what he is like. So I was very observant of that person. So he sits down. And of course, the wait waitress comes over immediately. And she was a little slower with us, to be honest. I mean, we sat down, we had to wait. I'd probably be slower with yeah, you guys too. Wait five minutes. Yeah, like... so I'm like, for God's sakes, can I get a coffee? <laughs> I'm gonna shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> she comes over right away. Mr. Trump, what do you have to say? Hey, the usual, yeah, two, yep, mm, make it quick. And he goes, make it quick. I'm like, whoa. Oh. I'm like, well, really? if you were on time, no, yeah. I didn't say that. I would. Could you imagine? He would uh, be like, "Yeah, we're done here, boys." So he, she, he's make it quick. So they brought out the stuff, and he was he was actually really nice. He goes, "You boys, what do you guys want? You guys, everything's good here. It's very normal." He's t he talks about the wait staff. He talks about the food. He's like, "It's all great. Just let's grab something. We'll talk about some stuff. We'll get it. We'll hit the links." So we we had a great conversation. It was very normal. He talked about Mike, the guy I told you about, like mm -hmm. how great of a golfer he was. He talked about how he's like, oh, I was playing Ricky Ricky Fowler, you know, a couple days ago. And Ricky Fowler is like a pro golfer, one of the best in the world. I'm like, this guy is going to be really disappointed. In my golf. <laughs> I'm like, this guy's playing with Ricky Fowler. Then he goes, yeah, I play, played with Tiger about a month ago. He's like, he's good. He's going to be he's in good shape, man. I'm like, Tiger Woods, play with Tiger Woods. Yeah, something strikes me that he would be good on the golf course. I'm like, you know, he looks good. How's his back? So I'm trying to like, how do I do, strike it up? Normal conversation with him, you know? I don't want to be like, you know, the guy with the gift bag underneath the table. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, how's his back doing? Like I like I talked to him. How's his back doing? Yeah. And he goes, oh, he looks great. He's going to be great. I think he's going to be in the uh, one of the big tournaments this year. And I, I can't, uh, I don't want to say it to you. I don't want to say it, but uh, mark my words. When you see him in the tournament, it's going to happen. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, all right. We're getting a little insight on Tiger Woods here from Donald Trump. I'm like, this is fantastic. So we talk a little small talk here, small talk there. And uh, he started the day off before we even got out from breakfast. He's like, Jay Cutler. He goes, because he always has to like explain what he's saying to someone. So he goes, Mike, Mike, Jay Cutler, best arm in, best arm in the NFL, number one arm. The number one arm 
the number one arm in the NFL. Jay, wouldn't you say that you're the number one arm in the NFL? And I go, well, <laughs> you said that. Yeah, I go, well, let's. First of all, so what I was did like, Jay, say, I go, this is my moment. He's gonna laugh. This is my moment. Uh-huh. I go, well, let's let's not get carried away. I mean, he is retired, and he started. He kind of laughed a little bit, and I was like, my work is done. <laughs> I can go home. My work is done. All I right. got him. I got him to smirk a little bit, laugh at my jokes. Maybe he knows now that I'm the guy that he shouldn't take seriously. I'm setting myself up. Mm for when I play horribly, that it won't go bad. So Jay's like, Jay was like, he didn't really answer him. He goes, well, who's, who's the number one guy? Who's the number one guy in the NFL? And so he, he started talking about uh, Aaron Rodgers. Jay Cutler was saying, Aaron Rodgers got a strong arm. Uh, Patrick Mahomes got a strong arm. And, and he was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm up there with them as far as strength goes. Like, I mean, he was honest, which was, I appreciated. I mean, he, he, is a, he had to have a strong, it, he, it got me thinking. I was like, I went back and Googled Jay Cutler's arm strength. I was like, oh, I've watched him, but I didn't know his arm strength. So then he goes to, to Jason Aldean. And he goes, Jason Aldean, Mike, always goes to Mike. Mike, the Jason Aldean, number one, number one country artist in America. The number one country artist in America. This guy is unbelievable. And your fans, Jason, your fans. They're on my, hey, Jay, Jason, your fans are on my side, huh? They're on my side. All of his fans. What would you say? <laughs> What would you say, Jason? 98, what would you say? 95% on my side of your fans? And Jason goes, more like 99 probably. Mm, at this point, I think, yeah. The 99%. people who have stuck next to Jason are probably. If you're still going to a Jason Aldean right. concert after all the things that it, like clearly he, what side of the fence he's on. Sure. You're probably. I think that's safe to assume. Yeah, you're probably like, you probably align with him. My question is, do you think Trump can name four other country artists? That's a great question, Sam. Because I don't know. I mean, like, you can always pick number one if you can't name any other ones. Well, here's where it gets good, because I, I'm i like, what is he going to say about me? He said, Jay Cutler, number one arm in it. Abby, I will, I will no. cut Abby. <laughs> Abby's, no, I'm curious what he's going to say. Abby just made the face like, oh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> he goes, number, he number one arm in the NFL. Then he goes, Jason, number one country music singer in the in, in America. And then he, and the, uh, he looks at me for a second. I'm like, oh, here it comes. He's going to. And then he just goes right back to Mike. Oh. Then even he's just really? like, he's like, well, this is going to be a great day. We'll I see. don't know your name. Is that what he was thinking? Who? Kn- I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, Sammy. But I, I, I uh, felt oh. like a very, very strong, um, like the one, the one left out a little bit. Like, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like, uh, I feel like you know, Jay, you were third wheeling. Third wheeling. Wait, like was it awkward? Like you felt that awkward that you were. No, I just felt like okay, I'm just here to participate. Like Isn't I'm that be- what you wanted? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Like I'm just here, like fly on the wall. You're here take- for comedic relief. Yeah. So I tried. That's that, that was my mission throughout the day. And it and it hey, came. Someone's got to do it. It came in spades, Sammy. <laughs> it came in spades. So then we all go out there, and I let Trump exit first. So there's rules when you play with a president or former president, or maybe it's just him. Do not, they told us, do not get in between his golf cart and the Secret Service's golf cart. Oh, oh. Never get in between. Okay? So I was like, shit. I'm do you mean like your physical body or your cart? Cart and... Oh just like, all of the above. Do don't not get in between. mess with that line of... Yeah, don't don't be like making it weird and you're like too close or whatever. I'm like, well, this... I'm now like, I'm nervous. I'm like, okay, now we got rules to... I don't, I feel like I can't reach into my pockets to get my tea. Like, <laughs> yeah, I feel yeah. like you got to play it cool. Yeah. So, but this, so I was like, all right, we got rules. That's cool. I get it. So we go out and we hit a couple shots on the uh, the driving range. So this is what I'm like. This sucks. 
<laughs> this, this is gonna be bad. Jay has already said it up there. He's like, he's telling me and Jason, he's like, oh, I'm not, I'm playing 10 years. I'm like, this is not adding up. You're an athlete, professional athlete. You're clearly probably gonna hit the ball pretty good. So I didn't believe it one second. And I was right. He's a great golfer. Pisses me off. So he gets up <laughs> there, hits the shit out of it. He goes all the way to the left, the last tee box or the last place you can hit on the driving range, right? Then you got Jason right next to him. Then you got me who stuck hitting right next to Trump. Oh no. And I'm like, that was rude know. of them to do too. Super rude. That they, was. They know. They yeah. know that I'm golf's not my strong suit. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm the one hitting right next to him. So now that I'm, is not girl code. That's not girl code Mm-mm. or guy code no. or any code. Well, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm getting anxiety for So you. now I'm scared because I slice it. So now I'm scared I'm going to slice it and hit Trump in the back. <laughs> oh, I'm like, this is great. Just hang Thanks. on to the club. So don't let that go. I just kept waiting. I'm like, I don't want to hit. I don't even want to hit. I don't even want to hit the ball. And now there's there's 10 secret service behind me. There's his left hand man, his right hand man, the president of the golf course. They're all looking and like, why isn't Chuck hitting? I can tell it's on their face. Why is Chuck not hitting? I guarantee you they were not thinking that, but you felt that way because they were all standing there. Like, I bet you Chuck... Trump didn't even notice if you hit the ball or not because he's thinking about what he's doing. 100% knew it because as soon as I hit it, I could hear, I could hear him go, "Oh, (laughs) stop it!" (laughs) Are you sure that happened, or did you imagine it? Oh, 100%. The first ball I hit, it slices right to the right in front of him, so he can see where my ball went. He goes, "Oh," like that, and I'm like, "Sucks." So I get, I get through all my hits, and like, "All right, let's go." So then I got people coming up and they were actually really sweet. The people that were working at the golf course, they like, come here, Chuck, let me help you with your grip and all this stuff. They were super nice. Everyone was super nice about it. And even Trump was super nice about it. So nice that he did not want to be on my team. So he, <laughs> he went, we get to the carts before hole one. He goes, all right, this is what we're doing, boys. Again, we're all boys. This is what we're doing, boys. All right, it's going to be me, Aldine, Cutler. That's one team. Chuck, this is the best thing I'm going to do for you all day. You're going to be on team Mike. He goes, great golfer. Probably the best golfer you ever golf with. This is a This is a gift. This is a gift to you, Chuck. I'm giving you a gift. I go, I'll take it. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. President. I'm assuming this is best ball, Mr. President. He goes, best ball. We're doing best ball. I finally got to call him Mr. President. It felt really good. <laughs> so me and Mike are going and Mike's badass. Mike's, I mean, he's better than all of us tenfold. So I'm like, I'm on the right team. This is, he, he, he was actually telling the truth. This is the best thing you could have done for me. So we get up in the first tee box and I'm like, this is my worst fear. This is my worst fear. This is why I don't do celebrity golf tournaments because I'm the guy where if on the tee box, when you watch the PGA, you know, when people line, mm-hmm. they line on both sides of you. I'm the guy that would kill somebody to the right. Oh no. Okay. I'm the guy that will hit you. I feel more style. A hundred percent. You will take a golf ball off your forehead from me, <laughs> from the, what you call it, from the tee box. So everybody, first of all, we all get up there and they take a professional photo. I'm like, Oh, this is cool. I have this. I haven't still haven't gotten a photo. You're like, yet. Oh, my comfort zone photos oh, of me. Great. <laughs> Look at me hold my golf club that I can't swing. <laughs> So we get up there, get the, so uh, Mike goes first, crushes it. So I go, I make the comment. That's my teammate. That's my teammate, folks. Then Trump goes, crushes it. He's actually a really great golfer. I mean, he plays all the time, so he should be. Sure. And he owns like eight golf courses. So, you know, really good. Jason gets up there, hits a great shot. Jay gets up there, hits a great shot. So I'm going last. Everyone saw how I hit, okay, oh, no. on the the warm up, the warm ups. 
the driving range. I felt people already getting in their golf carts. They didn't even care to see where I hit my ball. And I actually hit it really well. Oh, well, there you go. Really but well. I feel like that's also a little bit of alleviated pressure. It, so it probably helped you. So at that moment, I'm like, all right, we're in. And Jay knew I was nervous. Jay, Jay Cutler comes up and goes, uh, he goes, all right, now the rest is fun. Like he was really cool, but he's like, he knew that I was like dreading this. Well, he has that athletic mentality. He goes, so he probably knew that you were trying to have like game day mentality. And you yeah. were like, I am not prepared. He goes like, all right, it's out of the way. Let's go have fun. Enjoy it. So now the whole time we're riding around, we're just, we kept saying to each other, like, I can't believe we're doing this. Like, yeah, crazy. that's a weird out of body experience. And, yeah. and, and watching like being so close to him and like watching him live, do him like yeah. in his, in the stories that he told were some of them. I can't tell. Um, I want, I feel like I should, should I tell them? I don't know. I feel <laughs> is the, is that's where I'm, I'm weirded out a little bit. I was not there, so I cannot make that judgment call, but I feel like, if it were me and I were you, I would not tell stories specifically that he told because as we know, no matter how funny or kind or lighthearted the actual story was, it will not translate to reality that way. And I feel like you should just hang on to those memories. That's a really special moment that only you got. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know. What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, 
featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. I will say that, I, you know you know how we put out that little questionnaire like, hey, it's up to you. Do you want to hear this podcast? Say yes or no. Out of between my Facebook and Instagram and what Abby got, so thousands mm-hmm. of people said, yes. Yeah. I want to hear it. Let's hear the stories. Mm-hmm. By the way, we're not done. I got more stories. The curiosity is at an all-time high. It's it, a very unique experience. Super unique. And yeah. I, and we already went over that I would do it with any president. It doesn't matter who they are. Um, some, you would just have better conversations than with others. I guess, yeah. You know? um, one listener said, and I could tell where she was going with this, to everyone who said, yes, you're welcome, here it is. And we actually decided, I'm like, you know what, we're gonna redo it, we're gonna redo it. The one in the vault is is in the vault, but now that after like hearing people, I wanna like, I wanna, I was like, oh, I'm gonna call out some listeners and be like, all right, I'm gonna answer your question. Listener said, name three nice things he said to you, assuming that he's a bad person, right? Like he's not. You don't know. No, you don't know that they're assuming he's a bad person. Just name three nice things he said to you. Okay. After, so as we're playing, he, 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 I think he, he picked up on that. I was frustrated because I wasn't like hitting good shots and clearly everyone else was. He goes, Chuck, come here. Slaps me on the shoulder. That was his move. He goes, don't worry about it. Just have fun. He's like, we're having fun. Don't worry about it. Maybe golf's not your sport. He goes, but you're a great athlete. I can tell. Look at you. Look at you. You're a great athlete. Um, and I was like. <laughs> well, now he's done. And then you fell over because your head got so big it weighed so much. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> when he walked away, the little kid in me. Oh, yeah. I was like smiling. Like I was like, yeah, I'm a great athlete. <laughs> You were screaming on the inside. Naughty little pet. I was oh like, gosh. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Tommy Boy rest reference. Yeah, I know, Come but on. I wasn't ready for it. <laughs> Wait, but you just, you didn't say anything in response to him saying that? I said, like, no, I said, I said, yeah, I said, I appreciate that. I was like, it's, in, I was like, I told him flat out. I'm like, listen, golf is not my sport. I'm, I'm good at other things. I'm good at other things. Really good at them. I am a pro bowler. Oh. Yeah, you didn't a, bring that up. So I did actually. Hmm. And that's. So I told Mike, my partner, after all, after the first four holes of them not being very impressed with me, I said, listen, Mike, wait till I hit a good tee shot. Okay. And he looks at me, he goes, well, I go, after I hit a good tee shot, I want you to say, Chuck, that's a good shot. And then I want you to say, hey, did you know that we have another professional athlete here? <laughs> you told him to oh, say that? Oh, I told that? Mike to say that. He goes... And he goes, why? What are you, are you a professional athlete? I go, Mike, yes, I am. I am a pro bowler. And he started laughing. He didn't believe me. Yeah, because. <laughs> no, oh, shut up. Shut, shut it, shut it. So I go, I go, I am actually. 
And I go, oh yeah. And so I told him how. I go, oh, I got my pro card last year. My parents were pro card. And uh, the next hole, I hit this great shot. And Trump saw it. I'm like, yes. And he looks at me. He goes, yeah, great shot, Chuck. I'm like, my work is done here. Okay. <laughs> Trump clearly saw that I could hit a good shot. Done. Check mark. Okay. And now I know in my mind, he's about to know that I'm a pro bowler. And Mike <laughs> did not let me down. Oh. Mike did not let me down. Mike goes, hey, uh, Mr. Trump. He goes, yeah. He goes, you know, uh, Jake Cutler is not the only pro athlete here. Really? Our boy Chuck here is a pro bowler. Right? <laughs> he looks at and Trump looks at me and I could tell he's like, are they, are they messing with me? I, and he goes, pro bowler. Is that right? I go, yeah. I kind of humbled it, played it down a little bit. I'm like, yeah, you know. Chuck humble? What? I was like, yeah, I just, you know. Yeah, I'm a pro bowler. And he draw he and then he just looks at me like, "Are you messing with me?" And he drives off. Right. <laughs> so we get to the next tea box, and it's just me and Trump on the tea box. The rest of the guys are ordering more drinks. And uh, he comes up to me, and gets real close, and he goes, "Pro bowler, huh?" I go, and I smiled a little bit, and I go, "Yeah." I go, "Yeah, my parents were pro bowlers, and I go, I just wanted to pay homage to them. I just do it for fun. I just, Mr. Trump, I just do it for fun." I was like, I do other things. I get, you know, I'm in the music industry and it's like, I, I got other stuff going on. And he goes, I like that. That's a good trait. You're a good guy. I'm like, so there's the third nice thing he said to me. You're a good guy. You're a great athlete. Mm. Look at you. You're a great athlete, Chuck. Okay. And what was the other one? Have fun. Chuck, don't worry. Have fun. Is that, that's three nice that's things. That's really nice. You know? Supportive. Supportive. Mm -hmm. Right? So, Jinx. <laughs> Jinx, no tag backs. <sighs> so, then, so then as probably like hole number nine, he would, he got like, I don't know if he had a crush on Jason or what, but J Jay and I could hit the best shot in the world. Didn't matter. Jason hits a horrible shot. Oh, you're so close, Jason. You're so close. You're, Mike, Jason's going to be, Jason's going to be a four. He's so close. You're Jason, you're this close to being a four. And what he means is like a four handicap. So like a good golfer. He goes, you're this, you're this close to being a four. I'm like, I kept looking at Jay. I'm like, this is a bunch of horse shit. I'm like, Jason, first of all, Jason's playing really well today. He never plays as well. There's, he's not going to be a four. He brought his A game. He brought his own clubs. <laughs> okay. Sure did. And he, and he brought his A game. And Didn't he was get doing a germ bag. <laughs> so now like Jason and, and Trump, they got this like man crush thing going on. He's giving them lessons on the, on every tee box. They're, I saw that video on Jason's Instagram of Trump. Like, the grips. Some, yeah. I was like something about his shoulder. I don't know. But it was like a full lesson. It looked like he was actually teaching him how to play golf. Full lesson. And then Trump, of course, he's like, oh, you know, I talk to these pro golfers all the time. I'm like, how are you hitting that shot? How are you hitting that shot? That's, some, you know, look at your grip. Your grip's all wrong. It's all in the grip, guys. So I did learn something, I guess, that it's all in the grip when you're, you're swinging. And I guess I learned that. Note to self. Um, he did say, he did say, um, I don't know if I should say this. I feel like I should say this. He goes, boys, let me tell you something. And that's how he started every story. And it was a really good story. He goes, a lot of people ask me. He goes, what's the, what's the hardest country to deal with? It's the hardest country to deal with. 
president. You know, Kim Jong-un, the Kim Jong-un, the hardest president, you know, is it China? Yeah, is it China? He goes, I always tell him, I look at him, I go, no, our own government is the hardest to work with. And <laughs> I don't know if I want to say, <laughs> he goes, he goes, uh, Nancy Pelosi. Oh, okay. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi makes Kim Jong-un a walk in the park. And I go, oh my God, and what am I, what am I, what's happening right now? I, so I thought, I'm like, this is amazing. This is amazing. I'm getting, like, that's, that is like how a normal guy would talk to other guys. I'm just saying like, all right, this is crazy. And I feel like he would say that. I don't think it'd be, I feel like I just don't want to rat him out or anything, but I feel like he would say that in front of anybody. You see the, did you see the uh, thing where he was golfing and it just came out like a couple days ago. And the guy that was videotaping him golf goes, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the 45th president, you of know, the of the States. United States. And then he gets up after he picks his tee up and goes, and the 47th. Mm -hmm. wow. Like really quickly. Yeah. Responded. And the 47th. Yeah. So he hasn't announced that he's going to run again, but. Uh, do you think he really will? Yes, I do. I do. Oh, I do. Um, but we'll see. Um, so. He was telling us a lot of stories like that. He told us some, he would, he was very, it was exactly what we kind of all wanted it to be. It was very like, uh, just guy talk and just, he's in, he's a New Yorker. So my, my parents, if you're not used to talking to people from like Jersey, New York or whatever, you know, they say they cuss a lot. So it's a natural part of their, their conversation. They just, this is part of their swagger. You know, they just cuss a lot. So there's a lot of F-bombs. Every other word, probably every fifth word was like, you know, oh, you know. Oh, him? from him? Oh, yeah. It oh. Was just, so it was very like. Am I from Jersey? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Am I from New York? If, <laughs> yes, Sammy, you, if you moved to Jersey or New York, you would fit right in. One of my very best friends is full 100% Italian Jersey girl and her whole family. It's insane. It's an adjective. It's a noun. It's a verb. It's everything. They scream at 7 a.m. Like, like, why is everybody yelling? They're like, Shay. Where you been all morning? I'm like, geez, I was sleeping. <laughs> 7 a.m. Well, he, he, uh, so when I was with him and like I was obser observing everything that he did, it was, it was, uh, it wasn't like I was playing with a former president, right? Like if I was playing golf with Abraham Lincoln, I'd be like, that's the president of the United States. Did they have golf when Abe was alive? I don't know. Uh, I don't know, actually. What was the weirdest thing he did? Like the weirdest, I don't know, like mannerism or habit or, he only drank from blue straws or something ridiculous, <laughs> yeah. you know? So drink, so he doesn't drink. He's He doesn't drink any alcohol. Right. So we were very, uh, we knew that. So we got our drinks, whatever we got, we made sure they were clear. So it, like, I was like. Do you think he'd judge other no, people No, but we no. just, we were just trying to be respectful. Like we didn't want to be the only ones drinking out there and he's not drinking or whatever. So we're just trying to be, you know, we didn't want to have the wrong etiquette. Okay. Like we were getting smashed out there and by, you know. But Jay and I were Jay and I were the first ones. Who were like, can I get um, can I get a vodka and uh, some uh, soda? Just a vodka soda. Something water. very clear. Yeah, and can you put it in a water cup? Yeah, I, I want it to look like yeah. I'm hydrating. Yeah, I'm very dehydrated. <laughs> um, so we were the first to get it going, and then everyone quickly followed suit except him. But um, I would say the weirdest thing about the golf part. Just like a quirky thing. He didn't do anything quirky. I feel like he's got oh, to have something. 
So this is something that we all laughed at. If you've ever golfed, you know, there's golf etiquette, right? Like you don't take the golf carts on certain parts of the golf course, like the greens or the, right. or the tee boxes, any that real short grass, you ruin it. Mm-hmm. So you don't take it there. This guy, Trump went, every, he, he would ride over curbs oh, right onto the tee box. Anytime one of us uh, shot a shot, hit a shot, um, he would come and pull his cart up right up in front of us so he's like just staring at the ball waiting for you to hit it was the most insane amount of pressure and thank god i was so bad he only did it to me a couple times and thank god he had a crush on jason because he was always doing it to him i felt actually jay and i were like poor jason he's over there like pressure's on every single shot but he would ride up on the greens and jay cutler and i were like this guy doing? when you own it you can do whatever you want well so the secret service so i had the secret service rolling the secret service were i would it got to the point where i'd hit my tee shot and i'd i stopped looking at everybody else i'd look right at the secret service guy because there's one that was like super cool and he would just be back there laughing like <laughs> i'm like and i go up to him and go hmm. not a very good shot right that's fine i was like do you get this like does this happen a lot he goes oh we're out here a lot we're out here every day i go am i the worst golfer that he's golfed with he goes no but but you're pretty, pretty close. close. Yeah. <laughs> you're oh, pretty man. close. I mean, because I would assume that most people that get a chance to golf with them probably golf a lot. Oh yeah, I would think so. I don't know. Yeah, but that was the weirdest thing to me. It was like he just went anywhere he wanted to. That that's not that sounds exactly like him to me. But I mean, but he the greens one time oh. it floored me when he drove his golf cart right on the green. He's going to pay for it if it gets ruined anyway. Zero Fs. Yeah. Zero Fs. Given. Oh, I wish I was that rich. Yeah. I'd be so yeah, good yeah. at being that rich. I'd be driving a lot more than a golf cart on a green. I'll tell you that. So I he know. did He did play very quick and it was very quick. And it, that actually helped the pressure. Once we got through like the first six holes, it was just like, they Routine. stopped. Yeah. They did. They, no one like stopped and looked at everybody's shot. Like it was this boom, pick up, go. Um, I got a question and they, uh, from a, from one of my best friends who's a caddy actually on a PJ tour. And they go, does Trump cheat a lot when he golfs? Mm. And I can't say I saw it with my own eyes, but I did. I, he does have caddies that they're out there halfway out there waiting for the shot. Okay. And it, it was always very easy to find his ball. Oh, hmm. no. Always very easy to find his ball. Okay. So, I don't know. Those like, caddies are probably trying to keep their job. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> dude, his caddy was like, he was keeping his job. Because he was just like, oh, Mr. President, that's a great shot. Oh, my God. Best putt. That's the best putt right there. That's a great putt there. That's a that's no. a P, that's a pro putt. Ugh. That's no, a pro so... putt right there. Pro hey, putt. listen, he's got bills to pay. So you do you, honey. Um, I will say oh, my overall experience with playing golf with Trump and then I'll tell you about our lunch and then that's kind of my intimate time with him is he's a very nice guy like a really really nice guy and he takes care of his employees one of the one of the one of the things that all took us back like me Jason and Jay is that we were on hole 10 or 11 and there was three or four guys that were the grounds crew for them for him and they were lined up like kind of when we were coming off from putting, they were lined off, lined up off to the side and he pulls his cart right up to him, gets out of the cart. And we're like, Oh, 
Do you think that they're probably told to like stay out of the way? Like if he comes through, or do you think they were just they were in they were trimming bushes and stuff, oh, so they were oh, working. Oh. oh, I misunderstood what you. Okay. So they see. So sorry. So they see him pull up closer. Mm-hmm. So they come out. Right. And um, they're just standing there, and Trump gets off his golf cart, and we were close enough to hear him. He goes, "How you bo- how you boys doing? Doing okay? How you like working here? You like it? How long you been working here?" And they don't speak very good English. They go three, three, four years. Mm-hmm. How you look? How you like working here? How, you, how long you been working here? Mm, 10, 12 years. So he went back and he goes, man, that's great. So you guys are having a good time. Everybody's treating you good. And he goes, good. And he starts, he brings out this big wad of cash in his, in his front mm-hmm. pocket. And he just starts ripping off hundred dollar bills to him. And he, he probably gave each of them probably three to $500. Oh, that's awesome. Really nice. And, yeah. he, and he slapped all of them on the shoulder. And he goes, he goes, keep up the great work. Golf course looks great. Thank you for what you do. Oh, I bet I was, you that, that made like their year. Yeah. So I was like, so immediately, personally, I was just like, all right, how do I get a job here? So <laughs> yeah. you're so telling really, me, ooh, bonuses every time you're here. Uh-huh. I'm yeah. in. Yeah. When's Trump playing? That's what I want to work. Does he need a Bev cart girl? I could serve sparkling waters. A hundred percent. I'd be good at that. Um, so <laughs> did it in college. He he was. Uh, that blew us away. That we I, we didn't expect that. We were like, man, that's that's pretty awesome because he didn't he didn't have to do that. I mean, he's not he's not he's not impressing us. I mean, it did impress us, but he's not. I could tell he was doing it, and he would do it if it was just him out there. So, yeah. and I've heard that many many times about him is that he would do that if he's at one of his hotels, you know, a golf course. It's something that he's very well. After the fact, I found out that he's well known for that. Uh-huh. So I thought that was really awesome. So. There's some there's some other stories. Uh, actually, I can't believe I told you the Nancy Pelosi story, but it was funny. We were all like, "What? That's, <laughs> that's amazing that you just said that." Because um, we felt like we were like getting that inside look of his brain, of like what he thought, you know. Like, so it was it was interesting to hear that. And I feel like other presidents, former presidents, wouldn't be that open about it. They wouldn't like to say that. I, something tells me that Trump doesn't necessarily have any sort of a filter. So I'm pretty no. sure what right. comes into his mind, he's going to say, whether it's, you know, good, bad or indifferent. He, mm-hmm. You know, he for 75 years old, he was moving good. Like he was moving. He he was nonstop talking like he talked. <laughs> That's <laughs> also not surprising. He, he That guy, talk, he had more energy than all of us. And, oh. I, and I took a five hour, <laughs> you know, he yeah. had more energy than all of us. And we didn't talk about, it wasn't like we were out there. And that's the thing about this, this podcast in particular is like, it's, this is not really a political podcast. I mean, yes, I'm talking about a former president of the United States. It's more, I'm talking about the experience. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not talking about, we didn't go out there and talk policies. You know, we didn't go there and, you know, talk about, you know, Republicans versus Democrats and independents and all that stuff. We didn't, it was just a bunch of dudes hanging out and I was the least famous one. And the other three we're pretty uh some has some pretty awesome resumes you know so it was fun for me to be a part of that and be a fly on the wall and towards the end of the like towards the end of golfing i was like how is this going to close out so we get to the 18th hole and we all i hit one of my best shots on the 18th hole and by that point no one gives crap what i'm doing (laughs) no one saw it no. no one saw it. I looked around. I'm like, look at Trump. He's not looking. Look at Jason. Look at Jay. No one saw it. You know who? You know who saw it though? Mike. Nope. 
The secret service man my that has fa- a crush on you. My favorite oh, secret yeah. service guy. There you go. You know what I'm saying? So we get out there, we put it in, we're done, blah, blah, blah. And as we go up there, the 18th hole is up up against the uh, where the building, where we ate breakfast and all that stuff, the, the clubhouse. You can tell I don't golf a lot. Up by the clubhouse. So there was some kind of like kid party there. Like they had the big blow up castles and all that stuff. Wow. I'm like, is this normal? They're like, parents. They're like, no, it's not normal. It's something for the kids of the people that are members there. So you can tell everyone's like lining up, like lining the sidewalk where we're about to go do our golf carts. Mm-hmm. And they're very excited to see him. And he gets out, says hello to everybody. Saw a little kid and was like, how's it going, buddy? And like got a picture with Shaking him. hands and kissing babies. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's doing what he should be doing if you're doing do what he does. <laughs> so, so I'm like, is this it? Like, because he didn't say bye. I'm like, is this no. it? This is, this is, I'm like, I didn't get to say bye to him. And I, I didn't get him to sign my hat. <laughs> Most importantly, oh, I did not get an autograph. I'm like, I, I, got my, I got my travel bag, my goodie bag <laughs> yeah. in the back of my, I've been hiding it well. He didn't see it. I'm like, there's no way it could be it. So we get up to the, back up to the clubhouse and we're tipping out our, we all had our own caddy. So we had to tip out our caddies. By the way, Jay Cutler, great tipper. One of the best tippers I've ever seen. I think he oh. likes to tip for some reason. He should. He's got a deep pocket. Yeah, a very deep top. And so does Jason. Jason tipped well. Also, deep pocket. So I hid behind them when they were tipping. Oh, my. <laughs> Chuck, are you a bad tipper? No, I know. I'm a great tipper. I just didn't have any cash. Oh, okay. So I, but I told Jason and Jay, I'm like, I don't have any cash. They're like, don't worry about it. We got it. That's like, true. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, that's fine. So I was like, thanks for the solid. That is like one of my biggest pet peeves. When I go out to dinner with people and they don't tip well, I want to say bad things to them. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I've been in the service industry too. And yes. it's like, it's all about taking care of. I love, yes. love giving a good tip. Um, so we get back. I'm like, oh, I guess this is it. And Jay and I and Jason and I were looking at each other and we didn't see, like he walks straight into the clubhouse. I'm like, I'm like, well, are we supposed to follow you? I'm like, or? this is awkward. And I'm like, no, I guess that's it. So we walk in and we kind of all look at each other and we're like, kind of like googly eye. Like we're just like, what just happened? Cause it happens so quick. And he plays golf so quick. So all those things, like, it was just such a, like, a blur. And I was like, shit, I guess that's it. I guess I'll see you at New Year's Eve, you know? And we go to the bathroom, and I see, like, three cir- Secret Service men in front of this door. It was, like, a private bathroom for him. I'm like, oh, he hasn't left yet. I was like, do I stand by the bathroom? That's creepy. Like, no. yeah, I was like, do I stand by the bathroom with my hat? Oh, <laughs> even weirder <laughs> oh hey i know i just played uh had breakfast with you knock had... knock knock mr president what? i know you're busy but when you have a second played 18 holes with you but will you sign this no i didn't i didn't wait so then the then the president of the golf trump international mm-hmm. he goes boys do you have time to uh have some lunch we'll go right over there mr uh the president the boss man will be out there we'll eat some lunch together what? and i'm like yes <laughs> Let's close it out. I, I feel was like, going to meet my wife, but forget her. <laughs> I go, who cares? They're probably laying by the pool or something super boring. <laughs> um, I'm like, let's eat some lunch. So we eat lunch and we're getting out. Now it's now, now we all know each other, right? Now we're, you know, now we're, it's loose, you know, and, and like, who cares? I don't have to golf again ever. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm good now. So now I'm loose too. I'm like ready to talk. So now he sits down, we start ordering lunch and he's like, and he starts asking Jay Cutler about football. Like he's like, so he's like, you know, the playoffs. And he ta- kept talking about this damn play that happened like two weeks prior to that for a playoff game. It was like the worst call. And he kept coming back to it, kept coming back to it. That's when he reminded me of my dad. You know, you when you're talking to your parents 
and they, they, as they're getting older and they keep, they keep reiterating the same mm-hmm. thing. They're like, Oh, I can't believe. And then the conversation will happen in a minute. Yeah, but I can't believe mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh my God, you, you are 75. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like you are 75. There's no, you can't hide it. You're 75 and you're acting like my father right now that can't get past the story. So he keeps coming back to it. And I thought that was funny, but he talked to, he, and he talked to Jason about touring. So this is when he, he brings up, he brought up uh, vaccines. And this is the first time, like we were actually, this is the first time that I felt like we were talking with him about something that was going on right now. And how he felt about it. Cause you know, he was the one that shoved the vaccines to get through so quickly and everything. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was, in, this is when he was like, now he's starting to open up. He goes, let me tell you something, boys, big pharma, big pharma owns the government. Big pharma owns the government. He goes, this is a bunch of crap. And we're just li- now, now we're just all like listening. And he goes, you boys vaccine. He goes, we got a safe vaccine. So Trump is very pro vaccine. And he started talking about it. And, uh, he looked at me and my wife hates when I tell my status, but, um, she thinks it should be personal. And I'm, but I'm telling the story. So I got to tell you. So he looks at all of us and he asks us, you know, what our, what our status is. And, and I'll just tell you, I'll tell you what mine is. I'm not going to speak for Jason and Jay. So, I look and I said, no. And he goes, really? Huh? What the, you know, he's like, he was like kind of like shocked by it. He goes, Mike. (laughs) Always Mike. Uh, Always Mike. (laughs) Always Mike. Because Mike, it's a a safe vaccine. It's great. It's a safe. So this, I go, I couldn't believe I, this was the moment. I'm like, all right, I'm about to disagree with the former president and I'm going to tell him my experience. Mm-hmm. So I go, I go, because now that we've played 18, we're best friends. Uh, BFFs. So I go, I go, well, listen, let me, this is why I go me personally. I had COVID last November, like last, uh, around the holidays and last Thanksgiving. And, uh, I go, my body handled it well. And I had two days where it was, you know, I felt like I had the flu or whatever it was. And, you know, I, I went back and I checked, checked my antibodies and it was, they were still there. And, you know, I'm going to keep checking my antibodies and, and just, you know, I'm on the fence about it. Like, I'm just feel like personally, I don't, you know, I feel like if I got it, if I got the vaccine, then I could, it's not stopping me from getting getting uh covid it's not stopping if it was stopping me if it stopped me from getting it and passing it it's a whole different story in in my uh, thing or if i was uh you know had a a bad immune system or there were underlying conditions with me personally that i would look at it differently like i think i think it's right for people if they want it like i think it should so i i just told him flat out i i said mr trump i am not against the vaccine and I agree with you. I think that it's, it's for the most part, pretty safe. Um, but I'm not anti-vaccine. I'm anti-mandate. I'm anti-mandate. If it's, if it's right for me at a certain time, great. What we're, what I'm against, and I'll just speak for me and not Jay and Jason. I was like, what I'm against is, is the, the mandate part. And he goes, oh, mandates. 
Mike, <laughs> Mike, these mandates. You can't mandate people, Mike. Mike, you can't do it. They got to want to do it. They got to make their own decisions. They got to want to do it. You can't, Mike, you can't. He would always go to Mike. And does Mike ever respond or he's just there? Mike's for... a, Mike's a, he's a yes man. Mm -hmm. He goes, yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's just so Trump can like hear himself say it out loud. Yeah. Not in like a bad way. I'm just saying like he, that's his support blanket. Yeah. What, support blanket. <laughs> Well, it could be that. That's not what I meant. Come here, cuddle up. Yeah. Come here, Mike. Be my support. I meant support system, and I don't know what support blanket. I don't know. I got it confused in my head. But I, I thought it was interesting. I was like, I can't believe I just told a former president how I like I had the opportunity to say, hey, this is how I feel about something. And I'm sure you weren't the first one to say that to him. No, but no. For, to me, like, listen, this whole day for me was like, I grew up in Smyrna, Delaware on a potato farm. <laughs> my neighbors were my aunts and uncles. Like, all I wanted to do was drive a nice truck, play professional baseball, and get a hot wife. That's all I wanted in life. So for to, and I, I got a great truck and a hot wife. <laughs> the professional baseball part. Still um, waiting on that. Still waiting on that one. <laughs> and it's definitely not going to be golf. But I did my pro, maybe that's what it's supposed to be. I got a hot wife, a great truck, and I'm a pro bowler. Hey, there you know, go. okay, yeah, still a ball, you know, baseball, bowling, mm -hmm. still a ball, yes, still a ball. Mm -hmm. right, Abby, geez. Win win. I didn't but I, I just, it was such a surreal moment to like, because then Jason and Jay jumped in, and we were, I could tell we were literally, we were having this constructive conversation with the former leader of our country, and that was pretty cool. Like playing golf and all that stuff and being boys and talking about boy stuff and talking about guy stuff and seeing him just be a normal dude and a straight out of the Bronx, basically, mm -hmm. with the way he talked. Like, that was cool. But then that was the first moment I felt like, oh, I'm talking to somebody that that, that used to run the country and, and could run it again. So that was a cool moment. Like, I was like, I'll never forget that moment. I'm like, I didn't just I didn't just sit there and say, yeah, it's safe. Yeah. yeah. No, that's cool that you did that. I would be too scared. I'd just sit there. Well, you know, listen, after, you know, best friends, you know, BFFs. Oh, yeah, that's true. Donnie J. Okay. You know? Is that oh, what you called him? I call him DJ, you know. DJ. Yeah, D I wonder what his wife calls him. <laughs> Big D. Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh, God. Um, so anyway. So his assistant comes. So anyway, we talked about that. We talked about a bunch of stuff. There's so much stuff that we talked about because he'd never stopped talking is that it's hard to... You got to think what, what's today's date? It's Monday, the 31st, this is coming out. So it's been a month. So it's hard to like recollect everything that we talked about because it, it happens so fast. But one story in particular that you just would never see anywhere else is that his assistant comes and he's got this stack of books. Okay, there's like six books and the stack is high because it's a very thick book. And it's, it's I guess he had this picture book that he put out and it's about all these pictures from him in his presidency. And he uh, he gets this book and he starts signing them. And his, have you seen his signature? It's like legit yeah. large. It's like a very, yeah, very, very like thought out signature. It takes a long time where, you know, if you get an autograph from a country artist, it's like real quick or in our app or whatever. It's like super, this guy, this guy, Trump is like, you know, real big with his letters and stuff. And he goes, you want to know something, boys? Look at this book. 
like, I can't, like, you can't even read this book. It's all pictures. This is a, it's kind of a dumb book. You, know, you can't even, who wants a book that you can't read? Because it's all pictures. And he's like, let me tell you something. Number one book, the number one book. We sold over a hundred thousand copies in the first week. The number one book. I'm like, really? He goes, yeah, number one, Chuck. I'm like, he just said my name. Mm. Wow, you did. Okay. It took him 18 holes, <laughs> but he finally realized that Chuck, the pro bowler, <laughs> knows that this is the number one book. So he starts signing. He goes, he goes, but I'll tell you what, I made a bad deal. He goes, you won't hear me say that a lot. I go, what do you mean? And I'm sitting across that. I'm sitting across from him at, at the, it was a round circle table. So anytime you sit across from somebody, you naturally just, every time you start talking, you like look at that person. So anything he said in that table, he was directing it towards me and then he would go to the people around him. So I'm like having this very, very personal conversation in my mind. I'm like, yeah, DJ. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I know. It's a great book. Yeah. It's actually my kind of book. You know, you don't have to read anything. You just look at the pictures. And he, uh, he goes, I didn't make it a bad deal though. I said, I, I, I told my, uh, I told my staff that I'm going to take the first, the 12,000, you can buy 12,000. There's going to be 12,000 of these in, in, and I'm only going to sell 12,000. And I'll, and if you pay uh, this amount for this book, I'll personally sign it for you. Oh, wow. So you can buy a signed copy and I'll do 12,000. I'm like, that's a lot of books. Cause I used, I did, that's a lot, that's a lot of time. That's a lot of copies to sign, especially the way he signs it. He goes, I'm still fucking signing these things. <laughs> he goes, I can't stop signing. I'm like, well, you need to get a quicker signature. Yeah. yeah. So I, he goes, you're right. I think you're right on that. I need to find a quicker signature. Mike, find me a quicker signature. Mike said, yes, sir. He goes, but let me tell you something. This is where the deal got better for me. He goes, he takes his check because the guy that brought the books brought the check and he takes it, the check out of the envelope. He goes, look at this, Jason. Look at this, Jay. Look at this check. It was a million dollar check. Oh, what in the world? And it's a one million dollar check. He goes, I got, I got eight or nine of these back at the house. Okay. You then didn't bring us one. Know that. Abby yeah. and I could have spelled that very nicely. A million dollar check just sitting there at the lunch table with us. Isn't that something? I mean, That's I'm sure insane. Jay and Jason have like seen that before, so they probably didn't even flinch. I've never seen a check even remotely close to one million dollars. I could feel my butt tightening. Yeah. I, could, yeah. Like, I was like, oh my God, don't spill any ketchup on that. Like, no more water, please. Oh. No more drinks at the table. I can't even imagine. It's a okay. million dollar check. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know. What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. So... Now it's, I can tell. Also, who still uses checks? <laughs> Could you Venmo, can you Venmo me, please? No, seriously. I don't have checks. Well, I mean. I didn't even know you could write a check for that much. You can, well, if you got it. <laughs> well, you can if you're rich. Yeah, you, you and I cannot, <laughs> but people like Donnie J can. Okay. Million dollar check. So I was like, oh, seems like a pretty good ch- uh, book now. That's yeah. right. I mean, yeah. This dumb book with nothing Those but pictures. Those pictures are going well. But he would he would go through the he would go he would open up the book every once in a while like mid conversation he goes look at this picture this is a great picture look at he, <laughs> just looking at pictures of himself yeah, mid lunch like, this is a great picture and then he would go like this look at this guy though this guy oh, this guy's yeah I do genuinely wonder like uh, like I said I don't think that he has a filter but I do just I would love to pick his brain about nothing specific uh, politically or anything just the way he perceives or like receives meeting people like when he meets like if he met me what would be the first thing he would say to me or would he notice about me do you know what i mean like or when he first met he was like oh this guy's got weird hair oh this guy's got a weird hat you know what i mean like i feel like he would say those things i would love to be like what was the first thing you thought about when you met obama what was the first thing you thought about when you met your wife like what are i I just feel like he's a that would be a fun uh dinner table game with him because of how unfiltered and quick talking he is i feel like that would be very entertaining so i always first of all i, I talked to a, a good buddy of mine that's a colonel in the army mm-hmm. 
And I said, Hey man, I'm going to do the Trump episode. Uh, we'll come out Monday today. And, uh, he was, he's like, I can't wait to hear it. And he goes, you know, he goes, you did the right thing. He goes, you, you, he goes, people have to realize that we always find, you always have to find common, the common ground with someone because we're all people. We're all from the United States of America. And, you know, a lot of us all are moms and dads or, you know, children. And we hop, there always is a common ground with someone. So you have to break it down to that simplicity. He goes, when I would go across overseas um, and fight a war, he goes, we're fighting a war with innocent people around us. Mm -hmm. And sometimes those innocent people get fed information that is wrong about Americans. Of course. And so you have to initially win them over with common ground. And he goes, you look, I would look at people overseas and, and you have to realize that they're, that's, that's a mother mm-hmm. and a father with their children. They may speak mm-hmm. a different language and they may get fed rhetoric or fed information that's not true, but that doesn't mean you can't make them understand you. I agree. And, and, and that's, that's kind of what this is all about is it's like, I mean, listen, a majority of the 95 says 97% people wanted to hear about the experience, but there were some that did not. And I guess to, to those people, it's just like, I hope, I hope that you take away from this podcast. If you listen to it, that it's okay to like hang out with someone that is different than you hang out with someone that might be polarizing or hang out with the president of the United States. It doesn't matter what side of the coin you're on. Cause it's all an experience. It's all something that you can make, more of like I told my buddy that is in the army colonel I said uh we started off the podcast with this I said I wouldn't care if it was Obama like I would still go like I would still hang it because if there's something that let's say I agree with what he's doing I would be like man you're doing a great job love to spend time with you thanks for being the leader of our country and that's an opportunity right if I disagree with him I say hey I like what you're doing here, but can I tell you about my family and how some of the, your policies are affecting me? Why would you not want to do that? Mm-hmm. So to say, to just have a blanket, to have a blanket thing like, oh, I would never hang out. Well, you may, I mean, you may want to think a little differently because you're blowing an opportunity to then tell the actual leader of a country that you have issues with this and this and this. Otherwise, you're just sitting on your couch complaining at the TV. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I don't understand those people. I don't understand it. It's like, this life, like life is so short. Like we're little, we're little teeny specks on the universe grid. Like stop, stop taking things so seriously and literally where you don't, where you don't allow yourself uh, opportunity because mm-hmm. you might be surprised what comes from it? I'm always like a big person that you can, I can make something good out of anything. That's my goal. Like the silver lining. Yeah. I, I'm always like, all right, I don't agree with 99% of the things that you say, but the 1% is good. So there's my door. Let's agree on that. And let's talk about some other things and maybe we can come to a common ground or agree to disagree. And at the end of the day, guess what? You're a human being. And so am I, 
Mm-hmm. Like I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to uh, cancel you because you think differently than I do. I think, I think, uh, Hey, go think differently. I think that's what makes the world go around. So, um, I just wanted to address that, but after the, uh, are you guys even wondering if I got my hat signed? <laughs> I kind of forgot. I figured that you would have slid it in at yeah, some point. Uh, yeah. Always trying to slide it in. No, no. I'm sure you I'm are. Always trying to slide it in. So <laughs> can't talk. Yeah. You can't talk like that around Abby. She gets flustered. You, know, you get a little flustered. <laughs> Her cheeks turn pink. That's not the button to use for that. No, nope. here we go. Okay, yeah, better. Here we go. <laughs> All right. So, oh, by the way, after this podcast, we're gonna go back to very heavy music centric because I don't want I don't want us I don't want people thinking we're just like this political podcast is what we're gonna yeah. talk about. If you yeah, I would just yeah, skip it if you didn't want to listen, right? True. We'll still listen because why not? I mean, we're listen. Raise your hand if you got to hang out with a former president all day. Yeah, good okay. for you. <laughs> all right. And if anybody's listening to this podcast is raising their hand, good for you. Cause it's, text us. Text us. Oh, yeah. I feel like so, <laughs> we want to hear about I think it. So, I think, uh, I think uh, somebody, there's a couple people that DM me. They're like, oh, I used to work for, uh, for Trump. He's great. He's great to his workers. Whoa. He's, he's like, make sure you make sure you let people know that he's a great boss. Oh, oh wow. That's cool. Yeah. So I was like, I will. He's a great boss. Okay. And he didn't get, he didn't, uh, if he was an asshole, right? Mm-hmm. He had every opportunity to not golf with me. If he was a true, like truly an asshole, he would, he had, he had every opportunity for a secret service person or, or Mike to say, Hey, Chuck, come on, man, we're going to play behind him. Had every opportunity. My experience with him was good. I had a great experience. I thought it was awesome. Um, I thought it was, I, I, I understood why he talks the way he talks. Cause I grew up with people like that. Like that just have a foul, like they just have a foul mouth in general. Like, come on, <laughs> yeah. what are you talking about? Are you kidding me? You know, it's like that kind of like that New York thing. Um, but back to the hat, back to the hat, Sammy. So I felt, I felt like this conversation was going to be over soon at lunch. I'm like, what? I don't, this is not the moment. I can't. What if I drop the hat into ketchup? By the way, do you, he, so I, observing what he did, he got a cheeseburger. <laughs> he got a cheeseburger. He dumped the whole, like, you know, those little bottles of ketchup. He oh. dumped the whole little bottle on top of the cheeseburger. That oh would have been a quirk gosh. that I was asking that, about there's earlier your quirk. when I was like, does he do anything weird? There's your quirk. Yeah. And he, and, uh, that's unique. And Mike, Mike got fish and chips. Right. And we all, Jay, Jason and I all. I can't wait. One day I want to meet Mike. Oh, you got to meet Mike. Mike's great. Look, I'm talking. I feel, like, like, I feel hey, like I know him. Sammy, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like I know Mike. Mike's fantastic. So anyway, Mike gets fish and chips and uh, Jay, myself and Jason, we all look at the fish and chips and we go, oh, that looks good. Immediately he goes, Rhonda, fish and chips for the table. I think the boys want some. They look good. Just bring a big basket out there. So I'm going to pick off of it. I don't know that this is correct. So follow me through this. But my secondhand experience of listening to you speak about your experience with Trump is that he reminds me of the dad who will yell at you because he does not want the puppy. But then two weeks later, the dad is like attached at the hip to the puppy. Do you know what I'm saying? 100%. There's like those dads are like, that better not be for here. I'm like, I'm not going to take care of that. You better, Mike, you better take care of that dog by yourself. Two weeks later, he's like, don't touch my dog. 
get this dog an extra snack. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. I feel like he's that dad, that man. He did talk about his son, Baron. The he's six a, foot 100 down. one. So oh. Baron, he goes, he's very tall. Oh, he goes, yeah. he goes, hey, he goes, yeah, he's like literally seven feet tall. He goes, oh, my son, Baron, he goes, my son, Baron. And I remember Baron when he was in the, remember, like he wasn't really seen a lot. He was like, he was short. He was a child. He was a, you know, his kid. Yeah. He goes, my, my, I think he's 14 or 15 now, maybe. So no, I, I think he's older than that. I don't he? know. I, I, I really don't know. I thought he was like 10. No, no, no. Uh, when Trump was brought into the White House. He was born in 2006. Oh, woof. What a child. So what is that? 16? I can't do math. Oh my gosh, I can't. Um, he yeah. is uh, 15. He's 15. So he is six. He goes, my son, Baron. He's a. He's, he's 15 years old. He's six foot seven. He's six foot <laughs> oh seven. Is Trump really yeah, tall? I don't know. That. Trump is six three. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's my height. Oh, wow. I had no idea. Yeah, he's a big dude. I did not. I mean, I guess, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't know either. I'm like, when he said Baron Trump was, he's like, my son Baron, he's six foot seven. He goes, I can't get, I go, we all look and go, basketball? Yeah. And he's like, I can't get him to do it. I can't get him to do it. Hmm. Well, really? Yeah. Maybe he'll go into politics. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I doubt it. I think he's more, I think he's quiet. I think he's more like his mom. He's quiet. Um, so. The hat. The hat. <laughs> we got to get to the hat. hat. And then we'll shut this down. Cause I'm, I, I could ramble about my experience with Trump. And, and as I'm rambling, be like, Oh, I didn't say this. Or yeah. I didn't talk about this. That's how, that's how jumbled the day was. Cause it was just, everything we did was surreal. Like emotional every, too. I feel um, like it's a lot of emotions. Emotional, you know, it's just, it was a lot. It was a lot to take in. So after he shows us the million dollar check and actually, and the whole time he's talking, like he got his cheeseburger. He did not eat until he was done telling the stories. Like we were all done eating and then he started eating. That's kind of weird, but because okay. He, but cause he yeah. never stops talking. It doesn't like surprise he, me. It's like, he just, just keeps going. He's just like a little, he takes, he probably takes 15 hour energy drinks. No. He's, he's just oh. nonstop. He goes, he goes. It's a, it's very impressive. Well, that's it. why his wife and son are quiet. They don't have any chance they, to why, say anything. Why say anything? Dad's you know talking again. You don't have to. Dad, could you order for me? Thanks. Yeah. Um, so all of a sudden, a br- uh, like he goes, whoop, hits the table like that. He goes, whoop, boys, it was fun. He goes, got to get on out here. Got stuff to do. And then he just walks away. And I'm like, hat. What about the hat? <laughs> the hat. I don't, what am I going to do? I go, I bought, I don't want just the hat. I want the hat to be signed. And I look at Jay. I go, our hats, our hats, Jay. He goes, don't do it. Don't do it. I go, Jay, why not? Jay, we're never, are we going to see him again? Probably not. Maybe, maybe you will. This is the third time you've seen him. So I wait and there was an opportunity, ladies. He sits down at another table, the table next to us. He says oh. goodbye to us, sits down at the table next to us to sign more things. He gets held this sheet of paper and it was some older lady's birthday. And like that lady's like, Mr. Trump, here's gives him birthday cake, all this stuff. Cause she was, had a birthday party there. It was not the jump house. That I, <laughs> I was going to say old lady in the jump house. <laughs> it wasn't that, but um, he's signing all these things. I'm like, Jay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it, Jay. So there's, there was this young kid that's one of his assistants that like, he was like probably like 24, 25. And I struck up a relationship with him because I was the funny one that couldn't hit the golf ball. So I go, I go, Hey, come here for a second. And he oh. comes over to our table. I go, listen, Jay and I have these hats. 
is there any way you can get him to sign these real quick before we leave? Oh yeah, man, no problem. I go, one more thing. Can you put, two, <laughs> can, oh my God. I go one more thing. Can you put two Chuck and two Jay, please? Was Jay melting in his seat like, oh my God, I can't believe you're asking this? Jay did not even look at me. <laughs> Jay, you guys are still fighting he, he was one not month e later. He would not even look at me. I go two Chuck and two Jason Jay. Jason was already on the bus out back. He's like, I can't be around you fools. So he, go, so he goes and drops the hats in front of him. And he goes, yeah, um, this one's going to be two Chuck and then two Jay. And then I'm like, is he going to put together that it's us? Yeah. And um, then, yeah. So I get the hat back. It says, to Chuck, great playing with you. And then the big old Donald Trump signature. Wow. All of huh? your birthdays combined right huh? there, Charles. On the hat. I succeeded. I got through it. I got through the day. Hey, you never oh. know unless you ask. I got my uh, signed hat personally to me. Okay. You better not wear that hat. No, I don't know. No, okay. Well, yeah, no, it's just, just sitting in the office. Okay. It's like it's a, it's a great talking piece. Oh, where'd you get that? Two chalk, great playing. What'd you play? Unfortunately, it was golf. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was golf. And then they got to sit down with me for an hour and a half, and I got to tell them all the stories that I forgot. Um, but it was a lot of fun, and the the icing on the cake was we two days later was the Mar-a-Lago New Year's Eve. And we were all wearing tuxes. The girls are wearing, you know, gowns. It was like this big thing. And that I felt that one, I was just like, all right, I'm a little out of place here. Like, it was like, we all kind of were like that, but we're like, let's, let's just do it. And I feel like, I feel like, uh, I feel like a lot of, I feel like I met Donald Trump Jr. He was there. Eric, you know, who's, you know, who actually is one of the, my, who, you know who my favorite Trump is? Hmm. Eric Trump. Okay. Eric Trump and his wife were awesome. Okay. Like we, they went out to dinner with us. They, we saw him New Year's Eve. We saw him before the golfing outing on a Thursday, hanging out. They talk about normal stuff. You don't feel like, like they're just so normal and they're not and they're but they're also put together. Okay. So Eric Trump and his wife were awesome. That was a lot of fun. Was his daughter there? Eric Trump's yeah. daughter. What's his daughter's name? Is it Eric Trump's daughter or Donald's no, daughter? No, Donald's daughter. Ivanka? Yeah. Oh, you're talking about Donald Donald's. Trump, the president, not Donald Trump Jr. Right. Sorry. I went back to him. Um, No, the daughter was not there. The, uh, But Donald Trump Jr., he talks. He talks just like he talks like his dad. He's like, mm -hmm. he's nonstop. Really? They said copy paste. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like, I'm like, I can see why Junior makes sense. <laughs> yeah. um, but Eric Trump and his wife are the, because he hunts. Mm -hmm. They all hunt, actually. I don't think, I don't think the president hunts, but Eric and Donald Jr., D, D Jr. hunt. So, and, and DJJ. DJJ. Um, so I thought that was cool, but we, here's the, here's where it got good. So our, uh, our table inside the New Year's Eve party was right next to Trump's table. And Trump's table had a, a rope around it and like seven secret service no. seven to nine probably yeah. and that i don't know who they were sitting with cassie and i were like who's who are they sitting with so she she's like well i'm gonna who's that's when we saw melania for the first time melania gorgeous you know looks great very very like just put together polite sophisticated all the things um didn't say like didn't say a lot it was kind of 
crazy. Um, didn't have a chance to, ironically. Yeah. Um, but we, we've, one of the person was like a prince of something or like just some billionaire. We did, we didn't know, but we found out who one of the, one of the persons were like a billionaire or something. Mm, so same. So, uh, Donald Trump, former president, Donald Trump would, he kept coming over to our table and like leaning over and being like, y'all having a good time. Good time, huh? This is a good party, man. It's party of the year. Good party right here. And, you know, then he'd walk. And anytime he gets up out of the rope section, it's like a thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, we saw, I, I saw so many political figures there. We were the only quote unquote famous people there, if that makes sense. Okay. And I'm more talking about Jason and Jay. Um, but a lot was like political or like really, really rich people or donors and stuff like that. That's like, so we didn't really know anybody. We didn't know a lot of people at all. So we just kind of stuck to our, our little group and a lot of people were going up to Jason. Um, and remember how, like, remember how he would say, Oh, Jason, number one country singer, number one country singer. Mm -hmm. Well, he introduces. So Jason got up and sang, sang a song with the band. He sang little pink houses. And, uh, it was kind of weird seeing Jason up there, like in a tux. (laughs) Yeah. I can imagine. Like in a tux, no hat, no guitar. Very not on brand. Yeah, mm-hmm. like very like, yeah, it was super weird. And uh, we got requested to sing Donald Trump Jr. We got requested to sing him Happy Birthday. Okay. So Jason's like, I don't, you know, Jason's like, he he gets enough attention. He like doesn't need more, right? Jason. Okay. He goes, he so he goes, Jay, Chuck. He goes, come on stage with me, sing Happy Birthday with me. I'm like, to me, I'm like. Hell yeah, I'm going to get up there and sing happy birthday. You kidding me? I want the president to know that I'm a singer too, even if it's singing happy birthday. Okay. I want him to know. So I'm ready. I'm like, I'm going to like, I'm ready in my mind. I'm like, happy birthday. You know, I'm ready for it. So I go side stage. Abby, shut your mouth. Sorry. (laughs) So I go, I go side stage and uh, I'm like getting excited now. I'm like, finally, I'm not going to be the guy that's, you know, the bad golfer and pro bowler and be like, oh, Chuck sings too. Anyway, so I go over there and Jay's like, I'm not going over there. Jay's like, I'm not going up. So Jason goes. Jay does not strike me as a singer. Yeah. So Jason goes, Jason goes, um, he goes, you ready to do this? I'm like, yeah. I was like, how do you want to do it? Like, I'm like, like, do you want me to sing first or do you sing first? And he goes, I don't know. Like this, he goes, he goes, I'll probably say something about how we golf with them. And like, if you want to kick it off, you kick off happy birthday. I'm like, perfect. So now I'm pumped. I'm ready. And I see Donald Trump, the former president. I gotta keep saying that because we introduced Junior. So Donald Trump, the former president, across the stage, and we're looking at each other. Me and me and the former president, we're looking at each other. He gives me the thumbs up, and I'm like, I'm like thumbs up to him. I'm like, this is amazing. What's happening? I'm thumbsing up. And so we, so I'm like, I'm like, this is great. It's all working out. And so Donald Trump gets up on stage first. He goes, "Y'all having a good time? You know, I want to bring up." The number one, you know, I had a good time with this guy golfing with him. He's the number one country singer. And then at that moment, at that moment, I knew. Your star was fading. I knew that I was not, that I wasn't going to be called up there. Mm. So I just sat in the corner and uh, I was like, all right, Jason, you can go and take. And sang quietly to yourself. You could do it. (laughs) So no, I say, so he break, he goes, so when Donald Trump gets on stage, it was really actually cute. Uh, Brittany Aldean and my wife, Cassie, they come to the front of the stage, ready to support Jason to sing the one song and stuff. And uh, he, he goes, 
He goes, this guy's number one country music singer. He, he goes, makes a lot of money. Isn't that right, Brittany? Brittany makes a lot of money, huh? And I was, I was like, geez, this is amazing. Mm. So he he comes up there and he's like, how y'all feeling? He's like, you know, before I get started, I'm like, oh, maybe he's going to, maybe this one, he's going to, he's going to call me up. He didn't call me up. He didn't call me up. Mm. So he's like, yeah, it's John Jr.'s uh, birthday. I want to start up. Everybody sing happy birthday. Happy birthday. And they get through the happy birthday. And he sings Little Pink House. This is amazing. And then we all get off stage and start drinking, and then it's just a good time. I was sitting next to there was one other couple that was at our table, and it was uh, the owner of Real Max, right? Is that the Remax? Remax, Remax, the owner of Remax, like oh, of all of Remax, casual. like the president of all of Remax, the world. Mm. So I was like, huh. Well, they're loaded too. So yeah, like a lot of money in that room. A lot of money. Yeah. I'm like. <laughs> You don't know, want to know what I do. I do a podcast, Love Country, Talk and Chuck. Um, For free. <laughs> no, actually, I told him about the Woolworth Theater, and he was, oh. like, blown away by it. Oh, He's like, okay. oh, we're co- we come to Nashville all the time. I'm, I was like, what? You got tickets. The Remax, dude? Yeah. Oh, nice. Like, That's you got cool. tickets. You got tickets. Count yourself in. Um, all right, I know we got to get going soon. We're running out of time. No, we're good. All right, we're running out of time, though. All right, but so yeah. Um, yeah. this is where, so he kept coming to the table. Donald Trump kept coming to the table and he would, he would, he kind of like, he, uh, put his arms around Brittany and Jason. He would always really talk to his man crush, Jason, which is fine. I feel like you're jealous of this man crush. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not. Je- I'm just not jealous. I just feel like I'm more talented and should get more attention. <laughs> oh so, my God. So, so, <laughs> There's that humble Chuck Wicks again. Uh, Here we go. So, he, you know, he's doing his thing and then Jay would, Jay was feeling pretty good that night. So he would kind of lean in, but I'm not the leaner in, like, I'm not going to lean in to try to get more attention from, Donald Trump. I'm just going to like, if it, if it makes sense and he wants to talk to me, let's go. But I'm not going to be like, what's going on, man? You, how you doing? I'm not going to do that. I would be afraid to drink in front of Trump or in front of like anyone important, I guess. Right. Because I don't know. I don't I do know it, what I'd say. I, I do it all the time and I feel like it, <laughs> no, I feel like I did pretty good with Um, So they, you know, they had these moments with him and then I started off like, man, what? Everybody's having their moments. And then the girls, because we played golf and that was our moment, the guys. Well, the girls got, they were kind of pissed off at us for like two days because we got all this one-on-one time with Donald Trump. So they got um, one of his assistants, Margot, who's super cool and like made really good friends with the girls. She goes, hey, come on over. Um, get Let's get a picture with Trump, just the girls. So they got their own picture with Trump, which was awesome. And Cassie was like very quick to leave me right in my seat mm-hmm. she was like okay you left her my when she when you went to the golf no, course that was a planned that was a planned mm-hmm. leave there's no discussion i'm on cassie's team so then jason and jay like follow inside the ropes inside the little circle that's protected by the whatchamacallit and i was like well you're on the outside looking in buddy i'm like i'm gonna go over there so i go over there a little just a little too late and secret service goes Mm-mm, Mm-mm. nope no oh. sir no more admission no, sir. i'm like but my and the he didn't want to he didn't care what i had to say yeah you could have told him anything he's like yeah that's cool it's not happening well here's where it gets good you remember the friend that i made on the golf the course secret the service secret friend service yeah he let you in he taps him on the shoulder he goes he's good Ooh. and i go boom shakalaka you probably and should not do that to a secret serviceman they will literally <laughs> shank you right there i didn't say boom shakalaka oh, God, okay. <laughs> yeah i don't I know i went up to him and go yeah secret service boom shakalaka okay. listen i don't know what you're doing out there uh so anyway i get let in and so now cassie and i are talking to trump cassie's like oh how'd you get in here <laughs> and trump looks at me he goes and he looks at cassie he goes 
He goes, this guy, huh? He, this guy's a hack on the golf course. He goes, but he's a good guy. I like this guy. And I'm like. He said that to Cassie? Yeah. So, so he also paid a compliment to my wife about me and remembered who I was. So I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. You're basically a Trump. I, well, let's not stretch it. So I, I felt good about the whole thing. I'm glad I did it. Um, I, I don't necessarily have to do it again. Like, I feel like yeah. it was cool. Like That's a nice once in a lifetime experience. Yeah. I ha- feel like it was awesome. I feel like, you know, I got to know the guy on a level that a lot of people don't get to know the guy. And that's it. That's cool. That's all I got. Wow. That's all I got. And then it ended and it was all surreal. There, there, uh, there were many other like little moments with other people and being with other people and like little moments here and there. But for the most part, that was my experience with with Donald Trump, the former president. There are other cool scenarios, but, you know, that's all I got. Any questions? Concerns? Any questions? What does he smell like? That's a great question. <laughs> I will say this. He, he doesn't stink. You know, you know, some people, if they got done playing golf, you'd be like, bro, you need to take a shower. He doesn't st- he doesn't sweat a lot. He wasn't like a filthy hot mess. Like I, I, I definitely. Do you think he has Botox? A hundred percent. Yeah. That's why he doesn't sweat as much. Botox mm. prevents you from sweating. Mm-hmm. There is a, there is a big difference between Trump golfing with a hat on mm-hmm. and Trump, the former president walking in with a suit. Does and, he and have real hair? Is that his hair? hundred percent real hair. Did you touch it? How do no, you know? I was very close to it. I don't trust your judgment though. I'm very close to it. I got to examine it. I feel really good about it. So how does it flop in the wind in all those different directions? And it's like, dude, what's going on? So yeah, it's so, like always different. And it's always the same, I mean. Yeah, that seems same. a little, yeah. Like he gets up and quaffs it the exact same direction every morning. I used to, so my dad is bald now. Mm-hmm. But when my dad was, when, when he had few hairs left to save, he had a process and it was a, it was a lot of hairspray. And if it moved it, it would do kind of what Trump, hair was doing that's true so he just i think he just has a lot of great product that keeps it in place that's why he was late to golf mm, he wore a hat mm. yeah he wore yeah but you hat. don't know what he was working with underneath there true he's like i, I don't have time guys i gotta go give okay. me a hat okay you know and plus it, get, it gets windy on the golf course yeah and you can't be flying away with that that's right real hair <sighs> yeah there he goes mm-hmm. And I feel like he was a little tanner on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Night. Yes, I was going to say, but were his hands tan or was it just the face? I didn't look. I didn't take a good look at the hands. Mm, well, but I, I don't felt, know how you didn't because I feel like he's always talking with them. Well, so I, when he puts them up on TV and they're like 42 shades whiter than his face, I'm like, come on, dude, you're so rich. That should not be a problem for you. I just feel like, uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like it was normal. I feel like he was a little tanner, but it was like normal. Okay. Yeah, I'll give him that. Hey, and at least he doesn't, you know, if you're going to get spray tanned. It's he does tell- not get a spray tan. Like, what you, I, 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 what, what shade do you think is it is? What do you Carrots? think it is? No, like, no, I think that's like makeup. Listen, I don't know because I'm not in there, but I just have to assume that he's surrounded by endless money and connected to like powerful people. Why would he not choose someone to give him a good spray tan? Mm. It's not like it's breaking the bank for him that's why i'm like this is an at-home procedure like i feel like he does that to himself oh yeah i don't think anybody gets him ready he doesn't seem like the type that sits in a glam chair Mm -hmm. 
So that's why I was wondering about the hair and all the things because he definitely does that himself. I'll find out. So we so we made friends with one of his like really good like close everyday assistants. Mm-hmm. She's super cool, Margot. So I'll just ask her. I would imagine right before he goes on camera to like give an interview of sorts, someone de-shines his face and like that's the extent of the help he has to get, you know, quote unquote ready. Okay. Well, let me find out that information for you. I'm very interested because if Mm -hmm. he does have someone giving him a spray tan, we should find him a new one. Okay. (laughs) You know... No, I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. I literally I don't, know don't get say. it. I don't know what to say. I don't care if his spray tan is bad or I not. I just feel like if you are rich, there is no excuse to not look 100%. Like if us poor people can pull our shit together a little better, rich people have no excuse. That's True. what I don't get. I'm like, to be good looking is expensive. Because if I were rich, I would be like so good looking, you'd have no idea. I'm just saying, being a beautiful person costs a lot of money sometimes. Well, I think you look great. Oh, well, thanks. That's so. not what I was going for, but you know what I'm saying, Abby? Yes. Thank you. I do. Abby, you haven't, you've been quiet. You don't know, no questions. You don't want to like know anything? No, I was going to ask about the tan. Uh, you were the See, t- it's a very big I mean, question. Just, yeah. All right. So, so it, listening back, what's your overall sense? Like, if you're like, man, Chuck hung, hung out with Trump for the day. I'm just say- glad he, ca- he takes the time to talk to the little people. He did. You know what I mean? Like the people who are groundskeepers probably work there. And I mean, not obviously you said that he's there a lot, but when you take that job, I don't know that like the first thing is gonna be like, oh, I wonder if I'll ever meet him. And then on top of that, oh, I wonder if he'll ever give me $500 out of his pocket. You know what I mean? I feel like that's a cool, humbling, grounding, a very like human side of Trump that you don't get to see very often because it's never covered. So it's nice to know that it exists. Mm-hmm. It seemed It seemed to me overall that he was a, very nice guy. He's very easy to hang out with. He knows exactly what he wants and what he doesn't want. He knows how to entertain. He is a pretty good golfer, even though he might cheat every once in a while. <laughs> or he doesn't cheat, but his caddies might cheat. I was going to say, I don't even know if he knows he's cheating. Yeah. He's very competitive. Okay. All those things check out. He cares. I think he does genuinely care about people. And I think he understands what it, I think he understands very clearly what it means to be someone in charge. And that is taking care of the people that work for you. So I think that he is no, I think most people would say that he's a great man to work for. And, okay. that, and so, and I think, you know, watching him just give money to those people that were on the golf course working for him, it was not, it, it was genuine. It, was it genuine. wasn't for show. Yeah. It was a genuine right. thing. Um, and to he and he know and he knows who he is. He said, "Well, so, seventy five years in, he damn well better." He said something that was like interesting to me. He goes, he goes, he goes, man. He goes, being famous is is great, and Jason, because he understands that you get things that you wouldn't Absolutely. get. Absolutely. And then he said, uh, he goes, being the president of the United States is. He, he understands that it's crazy. Like the the amount of stuff that you get. He goes, he goes, look at all these secret service. You know, there was a lot of secret service. Like they were in the bushes. They were behind them, in front of them. They were doing this. You're doing that. He goes, you should have seen it when, he goes, when I was the active president. Mm-hmm. He goes, it was double, triple the amount. Do you think that, you know, as terms go by, someone like say George Bush 
do you think he still has active secret, yes. secret service him all the time yeah, for the they, rest of his life? Yeah, they always get secret service okay. for the rest of their life. I mean, I guess that could have been a dumb question, but I just, I'm, I assumed that they had like a line of security, but I didn't know if it was just secret service for literally the rest of your life. Yeah. You get your, yeah. Once you're president, you always will have someone like a secret service with you. I'd imagine that you'd have to, because there's probably a lot of crazy people out there. And by probably, I mean, there definitely is. Yeah. Anything else? Whew. I gotta go. Abby's gotta go to work. Abby does. I do. All right. Well, I hope I didn't let anybody down. If you listen this far in, you, I probably didn't. We're an hour 42 minutes. Into this. <laughs> I know. All That's right. A lot. Love you guys. That's my Trump story. And, uh, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> love country. Talk to Chuck. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah, like, oh my God. Let's do all of them. Bowling. That one just, that one needs to go. Uh, yeah. well, well, by the way, I'm bowling in the U S open this weekend. You're welcome. Oh, here we go. Oh, shoot. Uh. Love country. Talk to Chuck. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 infinity QX 80 live March 20th from the edge at Hudson yards in New York city. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.